On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we get to know a few of the players around the Western Canadian Baseball League. Welcome to episode 50 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Hard to believe we've hit the 50 episode mark here at the podcast. So we got to start things off with a giant thank you to each and every one of you who have taken the time to download and listen to even one episode. Your support means the absolute world to us, and we are eternally thankful. We're also very grateful for all of your views, likes, retweets, comments, and more on our seventh inning stretch features. We've been profiling players around the Western Canadian Baseball League, and I got to admit, Ian Wilson's been the man with a plan on that this season. He's traveled all over the province to chat with these players. On this episode of the podcast, we want to revisit a handful of those conversations and share some of the insight, but also some of the laughs had. We'll start things off with Okotoks Dogs pitcher Andrew Yates. He's been a go-to arm out of the bullpen for the Dogs this season. This is actually his third summer in Okotoks, but there is one thing he wants more than anything else, and that's a championship. Tell me just about your experience and, and first time out for the dogs this year. It's good. It's good knocking the rust off. Ha- haven't thrown the baseball since the regional tournament in Georgia Gwinnett, so it's good to get back on the mound and get everything up and rolling again. Tell me about uh, just in a broader sense, just being being back in Okotoks. Uh, you get out on the field, especially on a nice day like this. Uh, get all the warm fuzzies. Uh, what's what's that yeah, experience like being soon, back here? As soon as I get back into Okotoks, it's. It feels like home. It feels like this is the best place to play summer baseball at. Tell me about uh, the experience stateside. You were uh, where were you playing this year, and what uh, year did you just finish up? I played at IU Southeast in yeah. Indiana, yeah. and so I just graduated with my business management degree, and here for the last summer of collegiate baseball. How's that feeling? Kind of knowing you're you're kind of in the last in the home stretch of the the collegiate career. I, I imagine yeah. there's some mixed emotions with that. Yeah, it hasn't really set in yet, and I don't think it will until around August. Yeah. But right now, it it doesn't feel any different. But I'm sure that'll change. What are your expectations for this season? Uh, I just hope to go out there and do as good as I can, and hopefully get something lined up for the future. And continue to keep playing baseball. Last season we saw regular season success. Covington comes in, season's over, the postseason's over. What do you have to do in a in a broader sense to kind of get over the hump? Uh, I think you just got to get everybody on the same page and make everybody realize that the target's on our back, and you know, just have everybody understand what it means to be a dog and what responsibility comes with that. Tell me a little bit about the the, the crowds. Uh, Tyler uh, Hollick mentioned that uh, you know you have the best attendance in the league. Uh, that can either be intimidating or kind of a, a pick me up. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, the crowd support you get here? I love it. That's one of the main reasons I came back here. I had opportunities to go play other places this summer, but I told everybody, no, I'm going back to Okotoks. I don't want to play anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to miss that opportunity because this is the last opportunity I'm going to have to play here and. 
after seeing everything last year, I know that I don't think there's anything that beats it. Out of the players who aren't here now, is there any uh, like newer teammates that uh, you have heard about or want to see, or who are you looking forward to kind of catching up and, with and seeing? Uh, the main person I want to see, I, I can't even remember his name, but he's from Peru State, okay. and he's a pitcher, and he's he like topped out at 99 this year. So hopefully he'll make it down here, and we can see that. That'll be that'll be fun to watch. We uh, we had Coach Schmidt on the the podcast earlier a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he had mentioned that kind of last season it seemed like they pushed you guys really hard to get that that top seed in the division, and maybe had have a few regrets about kind of pushing that hard in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, where how do you kind of view that? I mean, you, you never want to not play well, but how yeah. do you kind of pace yourselves appropriately? Well, I think back to my college season and. We, if you bust your butt during the regular season and you can get the job done, it makes the postseason that much easier. If you can go out and get the job done, get a one seed or a high seed like that, it just makes everything that much easier in the postseason to come out with a win. Next up is Medicine Hat's Austin Soika. Not only has he swung a hot bat for the reigning WCBL champions, hitting well over 350 with a handful of home runs, but he's also stolen a few bases en route to being a league all-star. Why don't we start at the uh, the very beginning with you? How did you uh, get into baseball in the first place? Uh, just from a young age, you know, I just always uh, went after the uh, ball, and uh, I always wanted my mom to keep throwing me the ball, and my dad just keep throwing me the ball, and I just any toy I went for was the baseball oriented. Uh, and tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from? And uh, I'm from Huntington Beach, California. I was born and raised there. I went to a junior college in Texas, and. Uh, then I transferred to an NAI in Oklahoma, and that's where I ended up playing my last two years. How did those two years go? Uh, it was great. had a great time. had some great friends, great teams, had great coaches. Yeah. Yeah, I can't complain about it at all. Which season are you coming off of? Is it uh, coming off your senior year? Or? Yeah, I'm yeah. coming off my senior year. I'll be done, so just awesome. enjoying my last year here. Tell us how you ended up in Medicine Hat. Uh, my coach that coached for me this year was actually the manager for the Medicine Hat Mavericks last year. Okay. So he ended up sending me up here and hooking me up, and, yeah. and I ended up coming, and I've enjoyed it. Were you looking at any other teams at all, or was it just uh, you had the hookup for Medicine Hat, and that's kind of the route you went? Yeah, I had the hookup. I wasn't going to even play, really. I was just yeah. going to start working, you know, focus on my degree. I'm super close to graduating. So, yeah, it was just... One team, one team only, and I ended up going. My parents supported me, so I decided to end up coming. What's your degree in? Uh, exercise science. Okay, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me just a little bit about your season and how it's going. Obviously, you're, do- you're here, so you're yeah. doing well. I'm having a great time, just yeah. enjoying it, you know, just enjoying every little, every base hit I get, every home run I hit, you know, it just could be the last one, so I'm just really enjoying it, having a good time with my friends and yeah. creating uh, relationships that could last a lifetime. Tell me about being named an All-Star. Uh, how did you hear How did you hear the news, and what does it mean to you to, to be in the All-Star game? Uh, my coach sent me a text. It was super cool. We were on the road. Uh, me and my buddies were all together, and they all celebrated with me. It was super cool. Uh, it's always nice to be named an All-Star, so... You know, like I said, you just got to take it in and, and live for the moment, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, we ask the players a lot of kind of get-to-know-you questions, so we'll, we'll do a few of those. Uh, yeah, fav- favorite baseball movie? Oh, Bull Durham. Oh, good, good pick. Yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you spend a lot of time on the bus. What, yeah. uh, what kind of uh, activities, uh, what's your go-to activity in terms of either reading a book, video game cards? Like yeah, video- I do read books, actually. Very weird. People don't know that. Fun fact, <laughs> I read a book. Yeah. Um, and then you just, 
I don't know. You just kind of BS with the with the friend with the friends and the. Uh, I don't know. You're just not really much if you like, unless you play this game called Mafia. But I don't, I'm not a fan of it, so I don't know. You're the first person that I've talked to who's not a fan of Mafia. Yeah, I'm not a fan. All right. In terms of uh, your bat or your glove, which one are you more likely to be either superstitious about or coddle and baby? Oh, both. Sleep yeah. with the glove on the regular. <laughs> if you have a bad game, you got to sleep with it. And yeah. the pitchers can't touch the bat. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> let the pitchers touch the bat. Bad, bad juju yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. No good. No good. Awesome. A good, another good reference there. Major yeah. League reference there, yeah. And then, uh, what's your opinion? We hear a lot of uh, debates come up about uh, bat flips and showing emotion in the game. Are you, uh, when it comes to bat flips and things like that, are you yay or nay, or it's a situational thing? Where do you come uh, out on that? I'm all about it, but in a situational thing. You know, three run bombs to take the lead, uh, walk-offs. I mean, but I'm all about a pitcher pimping his, his strikeout, too. I'm yep. always one to... Respect a good fastball, curveball, whatever it may be that sits me down. I'll just turn around, walk away, yell at me, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if when I get my chance, you know, and I get one that goes, you yeah. know, I'm gonna show a little bit of emotion too. Awesome. I'm all about it though. I love it. I think it's cool. Uh, tell me, uh, we'll get back to to playing with the Mavs this season. They they come off uh, a championship season, kind of struggle out the gate, but you guys seem to be finding your game of late. You weren't on the, the team last year, but did, did you come in? Was there pressure coming into that situation? And tell me where the team is at right now. Uh, we're in a good spot, I think. I think uh, we're figuring out the puzzle. We're just putting the pieces together. And I think, like you said, we're going to get rolling here and really find our mojo. I was really welcomed in this team by the returners. I can't say there's no pressure at all. Yeah. It was a super, super nice welcoming. Uh, probably one of the best teams I've ever been welcomed on. It was super easy coming in. It made me feel at home and feel comfortable. So I can't, I can't say anything about this bad about the returners. They're just all very welcoming. It's been a good, it's been one of the most fun teams I've played on for awesome. sure. Yeah. Awesome. One guy with a boatload of energy is Brooks outfielder Josh McIntyre. He too is hitting over 350 and has given the Bombers a little power in the middle of the order. First question, why don't we just start with how you got into baseball? What uh, what attracted you to the sport? Honestly, like, I think from an early age, my parents, like, encouraged me to play baseball over all the other sports. I mean, I liked basketball and soccer and stuff, Yeah. but my mom was always a huge baseball fan, and we got... We actually got some history in baseball, so that's why I decided to choose to play it. Okay. What's the history in baseball? Um, my uncle is actually Frank Robinson. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, He's no. 500 home run club. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. that's a name. <laughs> yeah. He just passed away recently, which was tough, but, I mean, yeah. I remember going to the games, and he was managing the Expos. Yeah. I remember meeting Vladimir Guerrero. And oh, wow. Him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was big, so yeah. I think that's... Yeah, well, that's that's some good family lineage. Yeah, yeah. So, what uh, what kind of words of wisdom did, did Frank have for you uh, before he passed? Um, I hadn't really because he was super big in uh, the upper management of baseball because I know he's working with some high yeah. high archy guys. But he honestly just instilled in me the work ethic. Yeah. I mean, working hard every day, being independent, and just sticking to it no matter what happens because I mean he dealt with some adversity in his career and he's, he told me I'm going to deal with it too so he just kind of passed that on to me well it's nice having that in your corner for sure yeah um, so where, where are you from where did you grow up and so I've kind of moved around quite a bit yep I, I was born in like Petaluma California okay. moved around the Bay Area lived yep. in Fresno a little bit and I moved up to Washington okay lived in the Seattle area yep. and then I just recently within the next within the past like three years I moved down to California, Southern California. Okay. So I'm in Huntington Beach right now. 
Oh, nice. That's an orange spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good yeah. So, how does uh, how do you end up coming from Huntington Beach to uh, to Brooks, Alberta? <laughs> so, I actually came up to Brooks two years ago. I ended yeah. up getting hurt within the first game. I blew out my hamstring and I had to leave. Okay. But I wanted to make sure I came back before I finished my career and stuff because I have a lot of respect for Brooks, okay. the president, the GM, the coaches. I mean, Coach Mack. His first year, he actually called me yeah. and was talking to me quite a bit, yeah. which I, that meant a lot to me and that gave me a lot of respect for him. So I wanted to repay it and yeah. come back and try and play and win, win for the city. Tell me about uh, the, before you got up here for the summer, What uh, where were you going to school and which year were you coming off? Were you coming off your senior year? Or? So I'm coming off my junior year. Junior I'm going to be okay. a senior next year at okay. Western Oregon University. Okay. Uh, pretty good year. I hit 309. Uh, a couple extra base hits, I think I had four, four doubles, two triples, a couple home runs. But, I mean, it was, we have a great program over there, love the coaches. I yeah. mean, I definitely get better over there. It's yeah. definitely a great atmosphere. So, yeah. How do you approach this? Uh, it is a different league, right? And every kind of player has different uh, either limitations or restrictions or goals that they kind of enter this season with. What's your what's your goals or what uh, benchmarks do you kind of want to hit this this summer? I think when I came up here, I wanted to make sure I wanted to try and get Brooks to the playoffs. Like, I know it's big. We haven't the Brooks hasn't been to the playoffs I think in its history. No. Nope. So I think that's that's the most important thing. I mean, this All Star stuff is great, and I'm, I mean, it's good to be performing on the field. But I told my dad when I was driving up here, I was like. I really want the city to really win. Yeah, I really want them to make the playoffs because I think they deserve it. I think the people deserve it. Yeah, the coaches deserve it. Everyone, the Brooks organization deserves yeah. it. So. Uh, Brooks obviously doesn't get kind of the love that uh, you know Edmonton and, and Okotoks get sometimes, uh, just based on the size of the the, the center. Uh, what's it like playing there? How how do you enjoy like just the day to day life there? Uh, I actually like it. I was just talking to I think our owner in there. Yeah. I mean I'm from Southern California and it's super busy. It's yeah. packed. It's, yeah. Can be a little crazy. So yeah. it's, it's kind of cool to get away and be yeah. at Brooks. It's kind of low key. Yeah. I mean you'll be walking around in Brooks and you'll I'll have like my hat on or something and people ask me like when's the next game okay. trying to make it out. Yeah yeah. They'll ask me how the season's going, how I'm doing. I mean it's it's good to hear stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the fans are really great people. Good stuff. So. I've been asking a lot of fun questions of all the guys just to kind of get to know you a little bit better. What? Uh, why don't we start with your favorite baseball movie? Favorite baseball? 42. Oh, hands, hands, hands down. Yeah, great hands pick. Down. That's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah, awesome pick. Um, and then in terms of uh, you spend a lot of time traveling, what uh, what do you like to do when you get on the bus, whether it's reading or listening to music or playing video games? What's my mom's been getting on me about my data. She actually, told me, she actually told me to get a crossword puzzle this last time because I was using too much of it. Yeah. But I'm usually listening to music. Um, yeah. I actually play the guitar, so I like watching like guitar videos and stuff. Okay. So yeah. It's interesting to just listen to music and stuff. Yeah. What kind of music are you into then? Uh, tons. I like yeah. Christian gospel, Christian contemporary, alternative. Yeah. I don't listen to country music. That's okay. the only one I don't listen yeah. to. Well, you, uh, I'm from the city, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> but, That's okay. Don't don't say that in Brooks too much, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll keep yeah. down and down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in terms of your bat and your glove, which one are you more likely to be particular with or coddle and, and baby? Definitely my bat. I'm yeah. definitely a hitter at heart. I yeah. mean, I'm super... Super analytical. I'm super focused when I'm hitting because that's yeah. important time for me. I love to hit. Yeah, I yeah. hit every day, all the time. <laughs> you give me a bat, I'll go out there and hit. So. Yeah, awesome. 
Finally, we go back to the mound, this time in Fort McMurray, which was expected to be a strong spot for the Giants. Anchoring the rotation has been Will Langford, who was 3-2 after nine starts, holding a 3.21 ERA, which is impressive given how many high-scoring games there have been around the league this summer. First off, congrats on uh, on being an All-Star. Uh, tell me about uh, that uh, experience. Where where did you find out about that, and uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, yeah, thank you. So it means a lot, obviously. It's pretty cool. Um, it was one of my goals coming into the season. I thought it was pretty lofty, to be honest with you, but uh, got off to a good start and uh, happy to be here for sure. Um, I found out as my parents were in, in Fort Mac for a few days, and we were just sitting in their fifth wheel, fifth wheel trailer, and I got a phone call from Michael, so yeah, it was pretty cool. If you're from Ontario originally, how does an Ontario kid end up playing uh, in the Western Canadian Baseball League, and, and specifically with Fort McMurray? Yeah, so I went to I went to Queen's University and played baseball there, and uh, um, Andrew sent me a message over Twitter, actually. He was looking at a guy that, that goes to Brock, and... Uh, He'd asked him if there were any pitchers in the league that, that could compete up here. And um, that kid gave him my name, I guess. So, uh, yeah, he sent me a message and said, do you, do you want to come out here and play? And I said, yeah. That's basically the end of the story. Awesome. And then, uh, so were you playing in Queens this previous year? Yeah, or, this past okay. season. And how did that season go? It was good. We had a good team. Um, we finished, I think, third in the regular season. Uh, and then we lost we lost a game that we shouldn't have lost in the playoffs. It basically took us, took us out of it, but... But we had a good squad. It was fun, fun year. And if I'm not mistaken, you're the uh, the first uh, player ever to throw a no hitter in Queens uh, history. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How, what was that experience like? It was awesome. Um, it's a bit of a blur now when I look back on it, but um, yeah, mostly I just remember like a fifth or sixth inning probably when I knew that I still had still had a no hitter going, and I looked at my teammate Joey, and I was like, it would be nice if we could get a couple more runs here. Cause we were only up, up one nothing, and we ended up winning one nothing. And then, yeah, I remember striking out the last two guys of the game, and just everyone running on the field. How do you approach uh, this season? What, do you have any specific goals or um, benchmarks in mind for what you want to achieve this summer? Um, honestly, I, I came out here just. Um, thinking about one one last summer and just trying to get as good as I possibly can, um, taking advantage of the opportunity and the coaches and the facilities out here. Um, obviously, it'd be awesome to get picked up by by a professional organization. Um, and I guess that's that's most guys' goals when they when they play summer ball. So um, that'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to see see how good I could get in one summer. Are you coming off your senior year then? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of I guess after the summer, it's uh, to be determined in terms of uh, what what you get up yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, tell me, we would like to ask a few kind of get to know you questions uh, of the players that we talk to. Uh, tell me, what's your your favorite baseball movie? Favorite baseball movie is Moneyball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any particular reason or? Um, no, not really. I mean. Yeah. The rookies up there too. That was that was my like childhood favorite movie. Yep. I probably watched it like 150 times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm a big Moneyball fan for sure. Um, you guys spend a lot of time on the bus traveling. Uh, what's uh, your go-to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially in Fort Mac. Uh, what's your go-to activity in terms of uh, reading reading a book, movie, TV show, or, yeah. or game? Um, our our team's a, a big fan of the game Mafia. It's like a camp game. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so Mr. We, Ortiz may have mentioned it to us. Yeah, <laughs> we play that for about five or six hours at a time. So. Yeah. Oh, I just uh, one of the questions I was going to ask is just about uh, emotion in the game. We see kind of a lot of debates now in baseball about bat flipping, things like that. Marcus Stroman, you know, seems to always kind of. Uh, be in the news for his shimmy and, and the emotion that he shows. What, what's your opinion on uh, pitchers specifically kind of showing emotion after a big strikeout or, or in the middle of a game? Is it uh, is that a yay or a nay for you? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I'm all for guys competing at, at, at whatever headspace they need to compete at. Um, that's not really that's not really my game. Um, th- there will be occasions where I get really fired up if I think the scenario calls for it. Um, but yeah, like if pitchers get fired up, that's cool. If a hitter bat flips on me, that's cool. I'm just gonna try and strike him out next time. Yeah, that's all. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, you won't necessarily beat him next time. Not no, necessarily. No, <laughs> I, I've, I will never. Well, I'll, that's not true. I would throw out a guy if if he was trying to hurt one of my own players, probably. Yeah. But not for anything like that. I mean, I'd rather just throw strike one and get him out. Big thanks to Ian for all his work in getting all of those interviews. And thanks to all the players for chatting with us. We'll have to do another episode like this again in the not-too-distant future. Playoffs are just around the corner after all. Now, a programming note for you. We will not have a new episode of the podcast next week. I'm actually in Ireland for a belated honeymoon and we'll be returning to Canada next Thursday. We will do our best to get you a new episode as soon as I get back, but it might take a few days to line everything back up. I'd call it an opportunity of sorts for you to go back and catch up on some of the episodes you might have missed. Stay tuned to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as we'll keep you posted on everything. And of course, Ian will be hard at work bringing you more great features on albertadugoutstories.com. Thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform. And we'll see you again next time on Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast.